So, um, my partner got me this shirt. Uh, hold on, let me just stand up for, for you all to see. Uh, uh, if anyone would like to take the, the wheels at, at describing it. No, you're good. Get as far away from the microphone as you can and keep talking. Who who wants who wants to take a swing at this one? It is so... a c- colossal wolf over what looks like a mountain springs. So um, you've heard of three wolf moon, but have you heard of three moon moons. wolf? No, there are. I'm looking at I believe three to six moons. Wait, you're totally right. There are some six sort of moons. yeah. It looks like yeah. there's at least three astral. Like there's, there's three things. obvious ones, and then there's like darker ones in the back. Yeah, it's it's like a real reverse double Tatooine situation, if you know what I mean. Uh, yes, Classic. A, a notion we're all familiar with. Does that, does that make sense? Oh yeah, that is, a, I mean. that is a giant astral wolf. And um, so my partner got this for me. Um, it was either for my birthday or for Valentine's. But uh, I'm wearing this ironically, and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. sure. and then, that's what they all and say. Then it occurred to me there's uh, there's no way for me uh, for anyone to know that I'm wearing this shirt ironically. So, uh, let me pitch a solution to you guys. Um, what if I got a hat and it says that, uh, it says, I'm wearing this shirt ironically. People would I, totally believe the hat. People, I feel like I've I, seen that hat before. I think. <laughs> I like that's a real hat you could buy. I think, Is that on Redbubble? Like, so, hot topic. Okay. I think if you did that, people will dislike you even more at a glance. That's totally fine. <laughs> Can, what kind of hat would it be? I want to talk I, about I that. was thinking like a beanie. A yeah, beanie like it's not thing? a baseball cap. It's like something really wild. I say like go a, like, full, like trucker's cap. No, because no, with a trucker's cap, then it would have to be I'm wearing this hat, ironically. I, it's I, I got to be, be one of those um. It's got to be a bucket hat. I want it to be one of those Irish hats, you know, like the really flat ones, and you have to like lean your head forward so people can read what it says. You mean like a, like a paperboy cap? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so they're like, How do you fit? How do you fit wording on there, though? Well, it's on top. So, so it's you have just to gonna like, be on lean top. forward so that they can read the. Is this going to have a give a gentle bow every time he wants people to know that yeah, he's well, wearing yeah. the shirt? Yeah, and then people go, wait, what the him. People go, no, wait, what the him. fuck? Why is there writing on the top of your hat? Can you bow again? The real theater <laughs> to your outfit. Anytime anyone's like, hey, cool shirt. And then I'm like, yeah, how about this? And I'm like, I, I doff my cap to you, sir. And then. <laughs> and they've already left. Just, <laughs> they're gone, and then they're gone, and I'm alone again. <laughs> and then the shirt worked just as planned. Yeah. Perfect person repellent. Operating so. as intended. <laughs> maybe maybe this is just an inside shirt. <laughs> New pajama no, shirt. I think this six, is six the, the shirt that people see a grown-ass adult man wear this and not like a girl in the eighth grade. They're like, that dude is doing this ironically. But also yeah, totally not. I, th- I think the the Turbo Wolf Hexamoon is like people will get that joke. Oh, that would be a great name for my first EP. You know where you have to go for people to appreciate the shirt for its irony and unironic for like at the same time? A game store. You should take yeah. up a miniatures game hobby to play at yeah. a game store. Find your nearest games workshop yeah. or local uh, hobby store. And people will be like, wow, like, that's a great shirt. And you'll be like, get it? And they'll be yeah, like, I bet. yeah, I get it. <laughs> but you'll never know if they do or not. So anyways, this is a t-shirt podcast um, where we talk about the latest and greatest in Tim's t-shirt fashion decisions. Uh, I'm wearing a uh, Mega Man shirt. I love this shirt. I'll uh, show it up. Oh, that's a cute little cheapy right. Mega Man in front of the Mega Man. Was that one where yep. Wiley's castle two, two, was in the two. back? 
Yeah. Okay. Why? Why Wee's Castle? Why Wee's Castle? Why? Uh, great shirt. Uh, um. And yeah, that's it. That's all we've got. So the, the that podcast is over, and now it's time for the main event. We World promised premiere. last week. <laughs> World premiere of the Fungineer E3 review. Oh Woo! no 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 not E3. Oh shit. Uh, the, the, the 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 fun cast. The, the key three. Are you making the conference That's right. Yeah. Uh, I think we covered this last week, but just so people don't get too scared, E3 will return according to E3. Of course, I'll see it when I believe it, but according to them, they're coming back. So we'll we'll see if that actually comes to fruition. They're just out sick. But uh, <laughs> are you guys excited to talk about video games? Oh, yeah. Today. Well, no, that sounded sarcastic. We've been, we've oh, been yeah. building. We've been building nothing but momentum from all these game reveals. Yeah, I feel like I haven't introduced you guys in a while. All these game reviews. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, use, um, I'm gonna use gamer terms. So we got oh, Jesus. Game- oh, we got gamer Tim. All right. Do you think we're gamers here, sir? We got multi kill Dean. That's, and don't you forget one. it. <laughs> we got high score Daniel, sure. and uh, I am your uh, kill steal. Andrew, Piece of I, did, shit. I did once. Right. I did once on vacation. Uh, claim all the high score spots on the hotel arcades uh, Galaxy <laughs> so uh, Galaxian mean, machine. Does that mean you deliberately got a slightly lower score? No, no, no. You just keep setting new high scores, and then it pushes them all down. I like yeah. my idea better. <laughs> we do it backwards. I don't think it's it more spiteful <laughs> when you intentionally get. You get the Five top high points. score, and then you just get slightly less over yeah. time. Just or like, even oh. more ballers, you get the same score every time. So that the entire that would be a power move <laughs> is just 69, 69, 420. What a <laughs> fucked up way to spend your time. <laughs> like when you're 13 and on a vacation, you don't really want to be on. You play a lot of Galaxian at the hotel oh, no. arcade. What you did was relatively <laughs> normal. What What we just described, just psycho shit. <laughs> Just very intentionally ruining other people's achievements. Real six moon wolf energy, really. <laughs> Real fucked up, dude. Uh, okay, so we have a bunch of games we want to talk about, and uh, I was like, oh, Tim, can you send me the list of games that were announced? And he said, sure. And he sent me this website that has eight pages. Fell over in a tidal wave of video 32 games. 32 tiles on each one. So I guess 240 games were announced. I just fucking... And like... This seems like a pretty normal amount for a regular E3 season, but this has been spread out over 10 days, and there was shit today from Capcom and Square, separately from when Capcom and Square showed up at other conferences. I I also want to say that, like, because the major conferences were kind of like smaller each one was 30 to 40 minutes like um i felt like a lot of indie announcements happened but a lot of them weren't necessarily announcements as much as like ports redistributions switching out of early access and so like there's this massive indie wave of announcements that came on like the backswing of all of the AAA stuff and uh, I thought that was cool, but also massively overwhelming. How can you evaluate 200 indie games when their trailers are 30 seconds long with like <laughs> very minimal gameplay included in them? Yeah, it's really hard to sift through, uh, especially just because like 
uh, like all the announcements are so decentralized now. Like, right. What's a port? What's what's coming out of early access? You know, what's what's a new game? I just, uh, just t- tell somebody tell me what's go- Andrew. Tell me what's going on. All right, you ready? First one coming out the gate. You haven't heard about this game in years, and everyone thought it was dead. People were putting on their clown makeup every Nintendo Direct, getting ready to hear anything, saying, this is the one, this is the one they're going to reveal that Silk Song's coming out right around the corner. But you know what actually announced it again? <laughs> Xbox. And somehow they announced the game for Xbox without announcing anything. They just said, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass for PC. No date implied, nothing else. But day one. They still one, didn't give a date? No. Day one, when it comes out, it will be on Xbox Game Pass. Cool. So That's pretty fucked up. Whenever that, whenever it gets there, it'll get there. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the content creator Mossbag, um, but he created a three hour long video that broke apart the five minute, no, three minute teaser of Silk Song. Oh, they're the, going Elden Ring, like Reddit sub on, on this shit now. Yeah, he's he's like the Vod Vadi of uh of of uh on wow Hollow Knight Jesus um and so I can't wait to see how many hours he comes out with for this video that is like thirty seconds. Long. <laughs> I mean, I I, I think it's really cool that they're uh you know you know uh, this this game uh, Hollow Knight just fucking j- like blew off everyone's balls. I, I personally it didn't really do much for me. Yeah, I'm gonna let's start. I, I beat, yeah, I'm about to start talking boss, shit. I beat two bosses and was like, yeah, I'm good. Tim prefers like, better games like Babylon's Fall. All right, listen, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, no, it's just like I saw what it was doing. I was like, this is really cool and really good. It's just not for me. Yeah, right. It's, it wasn't bad enough. I see. I understand. You know what? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, hurtful, but let's continue. Um, I don't need to engage with this. I'm still. <laughs> I I'm not that like. Uh, hardcore for hollow knight i know more people that are like really hardcore for the game Yeah, some people would fucking read me out for like being like yeah it was it was cool but um i just i'm a huge metroidvania like fan and so as a fan of the genre i super love that game um but yeah i'm really excited about silk song what they showed looked cool i don't even know if they showed anything new it looked very similar to what they had shown before so whenever that comes out i'm i'm glad it's not a dead project i'm glad they didn't um the beatles us which is what i keep ha- waiting for john the john of team cherry to like find yoko ono and just leave the project forever to make their own you know hollow knight spin-off game forever abandoning this project but that doesn't seem to be the case um Okay, so next on my list of things to talk about, did you guys get the game? Did you guys see the game announcement that wasn't a game announcement at all? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? You, uh, no, I'm going to say no, because I have no it idea. It was during the about. Xbox uh, presentation. This is no like idea. a mini Andrews like trivia game. Is it that like there ID? Was, there was so much shit shotgunned at our faces during this Xbox. Talking about the limited run games? Anything. No, no, this was during the Xbox games. It was, was it? Uh, Hideo Kojima. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Showing like, up to yeah. say, yeah, showing up to say, I'm doing a thing with Xbox. And then a whole bunch of PlayStation fanboys on the internet got extremely mad about it. So he had to say, also, no, I'm still making things for PlayStation because for some but reason. Is he, he allowed to be a free man exist? or not? I don't know. No. Uh, he has to be owned. He has to be shackled to the earth. Otherwise, he'll float away. <laughs> Like, nobody um, wants him to just be happy and free and working with whoever he wants. No. Uh, no. 
<laughs> but the the whole like present that whole part was so funny to me he's like hello i'm hideo kojima we're all like oh wow new game death stranding 2 maybe anyway bye <laughs> and he's like i'm working with xbox good day and then he's, <laughs> it's like bye. 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 Yeah, and then he just here. i don't know fade well, out that was, was wild Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh, that was I. The Xbox One was probably my favorite presentation of all the presentations too. Um, just for the games they showed and and stuff. Um, that was in it. But yeah, the Hideo Kojima part was like very very choice. Um, okay. Next on my list is a game that Daniel want to talk about because I know nothing about it and I didn't watch the trailer, but I assume you did. Dragon's Dogma Two. Well, if there was a trailer. Yeah, if there was a trailer. I thought you were going to go with the other one, but like it's there was a funny shirt. how the two things I pulled out of this to talk about specifically are both Capcom games, which I was not expecting. So the like the like least best kept, I don't even know if like calling it a secret is correct because basically the thing they like schedule the 10th anniversary announcement for Dragon's Dogma. And it's like, well, the only reason to do that is because you're announcing the sequel. The thing oh, well, I fans, think people... the thing fans have been willing into existence for the last eight years. So. I feel like people people are apprehensive because I I don't remember who did it last time, but I think they had like a like a like a 25th anniversary of some fucking franchise, and it was just like, anyway, here's like a soundtrack you can you could buy. Here's like a CD. Enjoy. I believe it Bye. was the the twenty fifth anniversary thing for uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, it might or something have been, like eh? that where they did that because that list is that weird. sounds about right. Insane. But anyway, they officially announced they're starting production Dragons, or they are in production on Dragon's Dogma two, which again this has felt kind of inevitable because it's something that like a whole bunch of people at Capcom, including the director, were like, yeah, I'd love to do a sequel. And then the said director finished his last project, which was Devil May Cry 5, and was not working on anything. And then there was that big leak out of NVIDIA about uh, the NVIDIA streaming games, and it included a whole bunch of wild, unannounced stuff, all of which has now been announced at one point or another over the past few years. So the leak has been accurate. And then there was like a, and Dragon's Dogma 2 is on that list. And then there was like a leak of internal Capcom documents that also listed Dragon's Dogma 2, as well as other stuff that they announced this year. And this was like last year. So it's like, this and they, they like... had that uh, animated show two years ago, which mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. So I think people were starting to get revved up a, around then. Uh, in Asian markets, they did a Dragon's Dogma online. A few years get ago me well. uh give me some context here what is dragon's dogma <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the gameplay of it now So, boy okay it's, so it's dragon's dark dogma the, easy, the easiest way to explain it is a little bit dark soulsy a little bit uh elder scrollsy a little bit like ultima online in terms well, of its wrapped in like character action it feels yeah. like kind of like risen ish yeah, in that oh, man, it's risen. they're going for a God. How do you like? This is a hard question because it's it, so strange and it tries may I, may so. Try it, yeah, okay, go let ahead. Me, let me do it first because yours is probably better. It's like <laughs> it's like if um, it's like if Dragon Age was Monster Hunter. That's a great. Picture. Yeah, it's cut. It's like kind of in there, but also it's an open worlds-ish sort yeah. of RPG. That doesn't is what you it would expect from. You, it doesn't tell you shit about nah. like what you're doing, 
And like it has this real weird pacing problem where you don't get to the, where all the shit you do before you get to the main city is like weird and kind of feels like you're repeating the tutorial twice, <laughs> which I think you kind of are. Uh, and then you get to the main city and you realize, oh, this is an open world RPG where like things like how to get stronger and what does what do I do and where do I go aren't explained and how to launch a terrible bad fast travel system but it's like it's one of those games that is just so unique and so interesting in what it's trying to do that i can't that people just can't help but like absolutely adore it wait there's a party system too oh Oh yeah it's all npcs it's all other player created npcs that you temporarily hire and then send back over the internet with like a gift or a message and they gain xp and when you hire one of these they come with like knowledge of stuff they learned while playing with another player so they'll have like so you'll start like a quest and they'll be like oh we're fighting skeletons bring your fire everybody and like shit like that like they just will just know things (laughs) it's it's super bizarre it's all they're all called pawns it's so this is yeah you can use your friend's pawn 360 yes uh yeah it's an older title that explains how i missed this because like they they released it five times yeah uh, the the enhanced the edition the, the enhanced modern edition is the way to go uh ignore it's also one of those games that like received like post-game dlc that you can just activate from the start of the game don't do that <laughs> don't go to that island but man game it's informer just, gave the game an eight and a half out of ten it's so <laughs> ign gave it a seven out of ten <laughs> yep. perfect <laughs> classic I love so Dragon's therefore it must be a good game <laughs> you can the, also the other thing people besides the pawn the other thing about this game that people know uh the other system is you can like jump and climb and grapple on like everything including monsters mm-hmm. and that's like the way you fight like a cyclops is to like you jump on oh, this cyclops and you like hungry. yeah you climb your stuff up there and like hack at its eye or like jump on the chimera's back and cut off its like goat head shit like that also, um, what I think uh, some people uh, remember is the, the magic. Once you got to a certain point, it just uh, you were just blowing shit up. Yeah. Like if you, if you look uh, up some videos, it's uh, like the spells were like massive. Setting mm. griffins on fire and watching their feathers burn away and they can't fly anymore. It's great. Listener, go play Dragon's Dogma 1 so that when Dragon Dog... Did they announce the release for Dogma 2 or just say it exists? They they took off their over like their their hoodies and they were like anyway here's a shirt that says Dragon's Dogma I Two. Believe it's, they, we're working I believe on they it. said like winter twenty twenty three or something. I fucking doubt uh, it. Yes, like all all games <laughs> that yeah. have been announced oh. recently. Wait, Tim, hold on. Fuck this. How'd you think about the new info for Outriders World Slayer? Uh, I'm jazzed and I'm gonna buy it. Nice. That's it. Uh, That's the review. It's not on the list, but uh, <laughs> it is. It's it's in our hearts. What's funny about the randomizing uh, of things that we chose to talk about next on the list is Street Fighter 6. Back to oh, Daniel. Hey. <laughs> uh, so after Street Fighter 5, okay, so Street Fighter 5 <laughs> was like... I've heard of Street you know, Fighter you know, 5. You know in Twin Peaks when the, co- when the coffee shows up, but there was a fish in the percolator and it's terrible? That was kind of like Street Fighter 5. It's like, wow, first impression's great. Oh, God, this is terrible people hate it and so when they first showed street fighter 6 and they announced the announcement of the announcement when they showed that like 
horrible fake like MMA league looking logo and the weird and wide Ryu. Ryu. Yeah, wide Ryu. It was like, oh God, because it looked like it was doing Street <laughs> Fighter Five again. And then they did a proper announcement to this uh, last week, the kick of all this, uh, the Sony event. And my God, the 180 from basically everybody looking at Street Fighter Six has been incredible to witness because this game, dude, this has given me the same sort of vibes that like Street Fighter Four did when it was announced where it's like, holy shit, you've been gone for so long. You're coming back, Street Fighter, and you look incredible, like visually super stylish. This thing's got this incredible like modern hip hop soundtrack to everything. It's like doing the like ink brush and ink splatter stuff from four again, but it's like also amping that with like like paint splatter that like stays on the ground after like you connect a focus attack. It's got a parry system again. It's got alpha counter. It's like, oh, they announced all these systems and they've been like doing events throughout the days where it's like, okay, here's Guile and like here's the new systems and uh it looks it's it's so exciting. <laughs> it's interesting because like with fighting games like this it's you know i always wonder how much like loyalty people have to the previous games like so the smash community is so weird right with like how obsessed they are with melee or the few people that are obsessed with brawl versus oh, you can go on you can ultimate. go on fightcade right now and find f- people playing like any fucking fighting game you want people are um, there are they are still running street fighter 2 super turbo tournaments if you want to go find those but like five is popular, right? Like more so than oh, three yeah. and four. Like, well, five started popular, but five's problem from a design standpoint was that it had way more offensive options than good defensive options, which sounds a little counterintuitive as a problem. But like in fighting games, if offense is really good and there aren't good or multiple good defensive options, you end up in a situation where it's not quite one touch deaths, but it is like, okay, the guys who whose turn it is who has the advantage or whatever in a situation is just always going to have the advantage that makes matches just kind of very fucking just like rush down forever. It like street fighter four eventually fell into the strap with ultra where it was just fucking mix up hell blender hell street fighter five was all just fucking setups street fighter six is like the first stuff they previewed all the systems are all the defensive systems and this separate meter that powers them all that also powers your offense it's like a separate from the super menu or super meter but also it's like also all your defensive options and your defensive options give you more bar back and they're varied defensive options the alpha counter is just the you know i'm stuck blocking get off me i'm gonna knock you away so you get a bar back in the game okay yeah and then there's there's a parry everybody just has parries again like street fighter 3 and if you successfully parry like if you throw a fireball and somebody gets hit like it costs you some meter to throw that fireball out of your defensive options but if the other team guy parries it it costs a little gauge to parry but you if you successfully parry you get way more of it refunded so it's like okay if you're going to try to pressure me with fireballs i'm just going to parry him all day and build up meter and then i can do crazy shit because it's also like it's got focus attacks it's got dash cancels it's got like it's got everything it's like all this good it's all the good street fighter stuff but then also these cool new characters and this crazy new style it's like it's really cool because i won't be able to do any of that they built in a, a really good sounding like uh beginner mode there's a whole new control scheme that is instead of six buttons it's three it's got auto combos i also heard that they easy found inputs ants, for specials ants for cami 
in the SF6. So, so that was the, after the announcement. There was a whole. There was like leaks. There were a whole bunch of leaks of like character art of like and all of all these unannounced characters and, and they then they announced Guile and like some of those that some of those character designs look awesome. Cammy instead of her stupid dumbass thong leotard is in like is in like workout capris and like a sports bra with like this sick short jacket. <laughs> she looks so fucking cool now. And Ken is depressed and divorced. Yeah, Ken is Ken is divorced and his uh wife took actually the kids. have you guys played um streets of rage 4 at all or any of the streets of rages yes nope so axel uh the main one of the main characters from streets of rage 1 and 2 and 4 they did that same approach where they like make him depressed looking and he has a beard and he looks and you're like the, oh no what uh, I happened think the, the leaks point towards ken like being sort of the protagonist of the story mode where it's basically the story of ken getting his shit together which is fantastic <laughs> Yeah, Ken being, got his also, back. They announced like this fucking like open world like single player story content that seems to have like creative fighter shit in it and like they've got open battle lobbies like uh KOF does. It's like, man, this game looks fucking great. I posted the two pictures of Axel and two to Axel and four, where he just kind of looks like a homeless bum. I love yep. it. So yeah, Ken Ken got the same treatment. It looks like, and he's <laughs> even wearing the same sneakers he wore ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to be fair, now. to be fair, Axel's kicks are sweet. Man is wearing oh, heat. Streets of Rage is great. I, I I'm surprised there's not a Street Fighter brawler mode that they just sort of like ship with their games. <laughs> just seems like something they should have. They have all well, the mechanics. Yeah, I guess. But I mean, what? What do you mean? You don't think they can make a cool <laughs> brawler? I mean, they they tried. They did. Yeah. Oh no, that's sad. <laughs> maybe well, maybe me never hearing or heard or hearing of that is indicative of why that was didn't work out. <laughs> so, well, it's mostly it's mostly you know they they tried and it became um uh fucking what's it called uh oh my god what is Capcom's brawler series called with uh, Hagar uh. Fuck it. Oh my god, I cannot Final believe fight? I'm forgetting this. Final Fight, yeah. Final yeah, Fight yeah. was originally going to be Street Fighter 2, 3, I forget. And then it just got spun off into its own thing. And then all the huh. almost all that Final Fight stuff has been folded back into Street Fighter over time. Interesting. So what you're saying is they need a new Final Fight? <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay with a new Final Fight. Yeah, I'd be done with that. Old Man, Old Man Hagar, Mayor of Earth. That's duplexing sharks. Is he fucking dead in Street Fighter 6? They have a like. It looked like they had like a memorial statue. No, no one can die. Isn't M Bison still like alive forever? So that's actually that's actually kind of no no no. That's actually kind of the that's actually kind of the crazy shit with uh, Street Fighter Six is that for the first time in like twenty years we're moving past Street Fighter Three story wise. So M Bison is dead as shit. But M. Bison's like some sort of oh, cosmic man. entity. He can't die. He's got like Oro's fucking robe on now. Oh god. He's mastered his uh, his darkness, found his center. Yeah, yeah, man. Very fighting games are known for their plot. <laughs> yeah, uh, Street I mean, Fighter lore matters. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, whatever you say. I'm moving on to uh, the next topic. I want to talk about uh, indie games, and uh, I mentioned that before when I was going through. There was like a thousand indie games that I saw, and uh, 
one of the genres as I was scrolling through the games and looking at the trailers is I, I was like, oh, what's this game? Something Island. OK, click. And it's like, welcome to the Coral Island. Your journey here, you'll make friends and plant crops and explore the island. And I was like, oh, OK. Well, all right. It's Stardew. Oh, what, what's this other game? It's like, come to Mars where you'll set up a base with other colonists and plant plants and form relationships with the other colonists. And I was like, wait a oh, minute. Oh, man. This is just Stardew Valley again. And uh, I saw this happen 11 times uh throughout the the games i was looking at um i wanted to call out one game per genre like this because there's other genres that i saw many multiples in but the one i wanted to call it was ooblets i don't know if you guys have heard of ooblets yes but i wanted to call it out because it's It's, been in development since 2016 (laughs) so it's been development for six years and i think it's been in multiple e3s in the past and i don't know it's just it's these indie games that just kind of like show up at, at each year to just be like, hey, we're exist. Here's a trailer. But like we're still game, doing it. But the game isn't real. Like, <laughs> well, in this case, me. I mean, it's I mean, well, Ooblets is real in that it's been in early access. Oh, OK. So I don't, so I don't know is. how I don't know how real early access is anymore. But, you know, <laughs> at least it's got that going for it. I mean, it's cute mm-hmm. as hell. It looks really good. It says its initial release was in 2020. Which begs the question of like, why is it in the 2022 Summer Games <laughs> like trailers? But maybe because we're releasing, we gotta put a trailer out. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a it's a very cute looking game. I have not played it. I just think it's the one that's like the most stylish of the ones I've seen. Um, so you should check it out. It's kind of like Slime Ranchery, where it's like more creatures that you're growing instead of like plants. But yeah, yeah looks cool. So. That's all I wanted to say about that. Did anyone else see a Stardew Valley esque that stood out to them? There was no. Um, it's already it's in beta. It's called My Time at Sandrock. Have you started yeah. that? Uh, no, but people keep oh. telling me about it, and I oh, think I they, I think they, re- is, was there? A, I don't remember I, if there's E three. I bought it for my partner. Um, they've been playing it, and it it does look like in general more polished and. I, I think like more focused than my time at Porsche. Even 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 now in like early access, it yeah. seems like they have more direction. That's great because that Porsche first one weird. did feel yeah you know, one felt a little loose loose. I guess goosey. I I guess I heard about it while I was looking up E three stuff, and so I, I now associate it with E three. That makes sense. Um, but, but yeah, yeah go, go get that. Fuck all this go, other shit. Yeah, go go get my time at Sandrock. It's seems cool. It's not. It's kind of Stardew, I guess, because it does have the whole like plant crops, make relationships, and like if a game has that, as far as I'm concerned, it's a Stardew. Beat the shit out of monsters. It's incredible how (laughs) successful Stardew Valley is. That it just isn't the name of the genre now when it used to be Harvest Moon likes. So they fucked it all up. I was gonna say. I guess I'm sorry. Story of Seasons likes because it's not Harvest Moon anymore. Now they fucked that up too. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I, I don't know if it's a Stardew Valley success purely or as much as Harvest Moon shoot in Natsume shooting itself in the foot over and over again to try Didn't and they make like a off. Minecraft game type Look, uh, Eventually, thing? you shoot yourself in the foot enough, the hole, the hole becomes large enough, it stops hurting. You yeah. You start missing. <laughs> and you, you, you've, you've really uh, made something great in Story Seasons Friends of Mineral Town? Is that the most recent one? I don't that even remember. Right. I feel like one of those uh, no. every nine months. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so those were the Stardew Valley. Yes, Ooblets looked cool. Go play My Time at Sandrock. Uh, the other one I want to talk about was Metroidvanias. 
another like i mentioned earlier with silk song it's a genre that's dear to my heart so i notice when they're mentioned outside of silk song i noticed like five or six metroidvanias i have two metroidvanias here to briefly mention that i saw because i thought they both looked really cool the first one is like actually something i'd never heard of uh and the graphic style just like caught me and so i wanted to share it it's called nine years of shadows and uh i don't know something about the style of this game like it looks kind of like the level design looks maybe a little flatter than i like but i really like the pixel art there's a lot of cool pixel art going on and like very bright vivid colors um i don't know i just think it looks has like a really neat style to it uh it's supposed to come out at the end of this year i've already added it to my wish list i want to check it out Um, there's a dude in here that is just that is just artorius Oh, the flower mask man. <laughs> I think you need. I with think the, you're legally with the, mandated with the big to have an red cape and the games. giant sword. That's like that's just oh, an that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's Sorry, just an notorious. <laughs> right, but yeah, this has that that pixel art look. That is, it's still pixel art, but it's not like eight bit style. It's like '90s adventure game, PC adventure game style, where it's still drawn. You know what I mean? It's like it's higher resolution than anything you'd. You know, it looks like background art from a King's Quest. This looks like if you took, uh, what is it, Blasphemous, but added like 100% more color. Yes, and made it less like up its own butt. Although it could be up its own butt. It's hard to tell from a distance. <laughs> we'll see. Blasphemous got real like, I don't know. <laughs> was it, did it end up being God bad? Is, is that what they ended up doing? I mean, it's yeah, a, it's, it's a, it's ca- like it's a Catholic story, bad. so probably. I mean, I mean, so yeah, <laughs> been there, been there, man. I was, I, I graduated Actually, high school too. To be specific, it's a it's a game about the Catholic Church made by Spanish developers, so it is absolutely about Ooh, church. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be it's 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 very heavy on the themes of like suffering and self flagellation and you know the like real heavy like dark side of Christianity, like um, Da Vinci Code villain side of <laughs> the of the Christianity there. So and and then like at the end, it's just like, and what's it all for some guy to take advantage of it all? And you're like, oh, oh, you those rascals, that jerk. I wonder what this game would look like running on a CRT nine years of shadows. Bet it would look real nice. Just get some uh, pixel blending going on some of these uh, colored edges, these shadows. It's that type of look. Sorry about that. Uh, Okay, so. Next game on my list for Metroidvania, since I love the topic, I'm going to keep talking about it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this one. It was The Last Case of Benedict Fox. I just, it's another game that, like, I like when people take the Metroidvania genre and sort of, like, abstract it a little bit. Um, there's a game called Tesla Grad that does that, too, where it's not like you're in a dungeon. You're more, like, in a castle or a mansion. And this game is, like eldritch horror metroidvania uh where you're you're trying to understand why uh your like ancestor was murdered and there's some dark entity like guiding you along (laughs) like go deeper benedict and (laughs) find out what is like killing it's really fucking egging you on what can possibly go wrong and like no balls do it benedict (laughs) (laughs) and the further you go the more it like corrupts you which like gives you more powers to explore this mansion so i like like, the the look of the main character he's this like foppish red-headed guy in a Looks monkey Best island in a white shirt so i know he, right he just, real he just looking motherfucker yeah 
he pops yeah, from this. Like he it's he really super pop. pops from the background because of the white shirt and the like very orange hair, which is uh good. There is uh and then later on it shows like you have like tentacles coming out of you like throwing about people's bodies and shit. So like this is normal to find Benedict. Well, we all it. aspire for. Yeah. Uh, so Your it pistol cool. shoots I, shadow energy. Don't worry about it. There's actually. So this one looks much more like uh, stylized and stuff, but there's a there's a similar concept called Sundered that's a Metroidvania. Yes, where, Sundered's yeah. cool. Okay, well if you already know it, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Go play what? Sundered. No. It's pretty cool. Uh, no, it's, it's not. A, it's not a part of E3. It's not a part of E3. We're moving on. But this nothing's but part of E3. Damn it, E3. Uh, I will say Sundered is really neat, and you should check it out if you haven't. It's like a short Metroidvania um, because it's made pseudo procedurally. Um, so it's just like not a super long experience. Uh, it's if it goes on sale, I definitely recommend picking. it Oh, up. I own that somehow. And uh, it has a really cool narrative where like as you defeat the bosses, you can choose to like become more evil or reject evil. <laughs> and if you become more evil, the game gets like easier because your powers are more powerful. But if you reject evil, you get like weaker versions of the boss upgrade, which is like kind of cool. And if you go all just good at the end of the game, the big bad evil is real upset gotta, about that. You gotta fight your dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what all games gotta be. Uh, so it's cool. It's a cool game. Uh, and yes, um, that I definitely thought of that when I was talking about the like corruption stuff. It reminded me of Sundered for sure. Um, but yeah, this game looks really cool. Uh, 2023, like all things, and so it's just another Metroidvania on my list. So those are the two Metroidvanias that stood out to me. And uh, yeah, uh, Tim, you want tell tell me about Skate Story? What is Skate oh, Story? So I think this game was actually announced like two years ago during like uh, what is it, Summer Games or something like that. Um, but I I don't think they really released any information about it until uh, I think what was it the Devolver Digital Show? Yeah, uh, it was a Devolver Digital Show, and they were like, here's a tra- here's a trailer for Skate Story. And it was just, it was fucking mesmerizing. Uh, if you haven't seen it, just look it up. It's, it's, a, it's a short little trailer. Uh, the music you are, is by Blood Cultures. And they're great, and they are from New Jersey. And um, What's up? Uh, and you are a, a demon made of uh, glass and pain, uh, and yet you must skate is, like, probably the hardest line that was dropped in any of these conferences. And <laughs> really, it really it takes really skate hardcore. or die to a new level, huh? It just it looks beautiful and it, it just it strikes me as just like a really just uh, just you skate you die hypnotic you experience again. like and like this, I'm excited it, to try it. It looks like what you would do if you were be making like a really abstract or arty like rotoscoped skate video. Yeah, I don't like to be like, wow, this is oh, I bet they were on drugs when they were making this, but this 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 does strike me as like. Like, yeah, like this the, looks like skating on acid. Yeah, like this doesn't look like a a video game. You know, this is not designed to visually represent video game skateboarding. This like looks like somebody filmed a really cool looking skate video and then rotoscoped the people into glass. Yeah, it looks and it glitch looks art. like a, like a like a short art film or something. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's wild. It's so. Ugh. This was one I of mean, the few I, games mm-hmm. from this whole fucking conference that I actually remembered looking at. <laughs> and it's it's this juxtaposition with this really like chill like uh the blood cultures almost remind the, the track they use almost reminds me of like a chiller tame impala and like that juxtaposed with sort of like this 
uh, you know, underworld, like hellscape uh, visuals is, is just it was I don't know, it was really, really interesting. And I I, I hope it plays well because I, I love the look. Man, it looks really cool. I actually like how this is going to sound weird. Not fast. You're moving <laughs> in the gameplay yeah. trailer. Yeah, you're not going 300 fucking miles per hour and doing yeah. like it, 29 it, Supermans. Yeah. yeah, it looks it looks like skateboarding, like actual skateboarding. It looks which is it great. looks like something my brain can actually follow. Um, one of the things I'm going to talk about a little bit later is like speed shooters because there's that's another indie genre where there's a whole bunch of them. But yeah, this game actually looks like it goes at a pace that's like more Tony Hawk and like yeah, it looks legible. Around what's yeah, going exactly. on? But it looks like crazy. It the rotoscope is totally right. Like it definitely gives me that um a scanner darkly vibes where like they just draw over yeah. a person moving. <laughs> yeah, and the, like um, the borders on stuff. There's like pedestrians or whatever, and they're just glitch art. <laughs> It's oh, it's and cool you just looking. you fucking you shatter whenever you fucking bail. It's I want to yeah. read this description because I know you already mentioned it, but like even just seeing it all together is wild. <clears throat> you are a demon in the underworld made out of glass and pain. The devil has given you a skateboard oh, with hard. a simple deal. Skate to the moon and swallow it and you shall be freed. So fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, like just. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> It's like, like, what? Also, wow, cool. It's like, I don't care if this game ends up, this game's probably going to end up being like 90 minutes long. I don't even care. That's fine. <laughs> like, so absolutely, what's the, yes. What's, what's the goal of the game? You skateboard. Yeah, but why? To eat to the, the moon. moon. To eat the yeah. moon, yeah. <laughs> to eat it. demon made out of glass. Eat yeah, the motherfucking moon, man. Yeah, it looks dope as hell. Uh... When did this? Do you know which um, presentation this one was on? I don't this remember. This was the Devolver oh. Digital one. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. It, it might have been. Uh, it's it's easy to miss stuff in the Devolver Digital conferences because <laughs> there's always those yeah, interstitials are just ridiculous. Um. Yeah. I'll definitely add that to my lists. Did they put a date on that? Well, nope. Twenty twenty three. Oh the, yeah. The year of games, twenty twenty three. Everyone looks <laughs> forward to it. Sure. Everything is coming out that year. I am just jamming uh, to the music just in the trailer. They better release the soundtrack. It's very good. I'm gonna. I gotta check out the band. Speaking yeah, of jamming, is uh, good. Noted. Going speaking, on the playlist. Speaking of games with jamming music, well, maybe I'm gonna be biased because this is gonna be music I jam to. I bet Daniel likes it too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. It looks awesome, and like I was I, uh, watching some people play that today. It looks real good. Yeah. They announced it like four times <laughs> across. Yeah all the different presentations and uh they announced casey jones is going to be in it uh they announced the six player co-op mode which looks bonkers like i don't know how anyone can understand what's happening when there's six people on the screen but uh it it looks like a love letter to uh turtles in time and all the turtles games in general which is is kind of the coolest part about it it's not like they cherry picked things that like uh, they only liked about a certain arcade game. It's like they make references to like everything Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. If you've ever saw the cartoons, if you read the comics, there's likely a character from those things in this game. If you've just been exposed to cultural osmosis, yeah. you'll there's understand what's you going on I've because seen, the story, you know, is very straightforward. I've seen maybe three episodes of TMNT in my life, maybe three quarters of one of the movies. I can't tell you which one. And played a bunch of Turtles in Time that super on Super Nintendo at my friend's house during lunch recess in like fifth yeah. grade. But and like, therefore, I see everything in this. But I'm like, oh, I know that. Not 
the, because I've seen it firsthand, but the pixel art looks so slick. It reminds me of uh, the stuff that I, I'd see. Like, uh, do you guys remember Paul Robertson? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of his stuff. It's crisp. It's those small little pixels. Oh, that Paul Robertson, the uh, Adult Swim like guy that made a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, he made those shorts, and then he did like the Scott Pilgrim stuff. Yeah, he did yeah. the Scott Pilgrim uh, game art. Yeah. But it's like it's it's like thi- it's small pixels, thin lines. It's really you know, nice looking, sharp. Uh, and the music is great uh, so far. I mean, I haven't listened to all the songs, but like it's just so up tempo, and I, I love up tempo music like for video and it's very video gamey um i don't recommend checking it out for sure um and what else did i want to say about it uh yeah i mean so i was never been i'm not a huge beat-em-up fan like i'm just not like a huge person that enjoyed those games but uh this game actually makes me want to play it because it's kind of like the sonic mania effect where i'm not a huge sonic fan but you can tell the like attention to detail and the love and care that the developers put into the game so much just by like looking at it that it makes you enjoy it and makes yeah. you want to like play it and have fun with it because the developers that made it had you could tell they had fun making it you know it's yeah. kind of like um movies when you watch a movie and you can tell the people in the movie are having fun it makes you enjoy it more getting the same feeling from sonic frontiers right you keep saying yeah that. sonic frontiers you could tell the developers uh definitely didn't you know like, weren't locked in a basement yeah, yeah chained to their desks and flogged yeah. <laughs> make a breath of the wild do it with sonic do it but with sonic we don't want it uh so yeah i mean this game just looks super cool um and i definitely want to check it out so tmnt shredder's revenge check it out it's out now uh on game pass cross play on game pass and pc Ooh. and xbox uh, and it's not crossplay with PS4 and, and Switch yet, but they want it to be crossplay with everything. So that is a goal of theirs. Who knows if they'll get there? But I think that's pretty cool. Um, okay, cool. So next game on the list, I only wanted to mention just because will this game ever come out? Overwatch Two? Is it real? Will it yes. ever exist? Yeah, they're they doing gave the it. They right? gave it a prop. They gave it a release date. It's my birthday. They gave everyone clown I'm makeup sorry. if you bought the first they're, one. They're giving me they're giving me a gigantic <laughs> muscular Australian woman for my birthday, and I've never been more happy. I did see that. I know that's like the internet poster. It's just been like, oh yeah, the there's the junker queen. So you have There's a real queen. renaissance of uh, muscle women these days, huh? Hell the yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yes, they're definitely uh I no just one's complaining. They put out, I think, what, today or yesterday? I don't even remember what time is anymore. This week has flown by. But, uh, like, a roadmap. And it's, like, October 4th, it comes out. Here's the new stuff. Here's new stuff in December. Here's new stuff. They're, like, moving to a seasonal model. And all I can think about is, how do you botch the easiest layup of all time of putting out an Overwatch 2? Yeah. Right? Well, they've been doing it for the past few years. I don't yeah. know. And they've, it's they're like, pretty, they've been pretty good at, at botching ro- it. You, you look at this roadmap and it's exciting, but it's also like, why the fuck wasn't like, what were you doing this whole time? Uh, they lost. Like, they I just, lost Jeff trying like to explain their business just, model. This was all. This is all just the normal Overwatch update stuff you were doing before. The PVE mode is still like to be announced. 
they had to delay the release of Overwatch 2 to put all their characters through their diversity filter. You see? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Diversitron like, Matrix. Like, it feels like somebody had the good idea of we need to push something that is Overwatch 2, and then somewhere along the line it succumbed to, like, marketing and production pressure, and then it just fell apart, and they're like, well, we gotta release something, we'll go free to play and call it overwatch 2 and just release what was done our regular multiplayer content the thing people like which we yeah, could right. have been doing this they whole lost time. jeff they yeah, drove jeff like, away and without yeah. uh, without a captain or pilot at the wheel activision's gonna activision and be like, like well they, without a creative is, director we'll use charts to guide the game this is did like you say, did you say captain or sure you don't mean a kaplan Oh, I get it. It's a joke. It's, it's like a, it's a play on. I'm so sorry. Word. This is That's whiffing. So it, it's like it's been like multiple years of whiffing every attempt at the slam dunk contest, and then eventually just giving up. It's like Jesus, guys. Just sort of like granny bowling it in. I'm saving the other Blizzard announcement for our last game, but based on this track record, how could they possibly go wrong with it? Uh, <laughs> So, all right, so switching back uh, to indie games, another common theme one I saw was Pokemon games. Like, is this the year? Yeah, what are these Pokemon games you speak of? So there's like a bunch of games where it's like catch monsters, level them up, become the best. And like, it's just Pokemon. It's the Pokemon game mode. But like, you know, indie made by indie people and they want to like, you know, recreate the Pokemon gold and silver or the Pokemon, you know, experience. Uh, the one that stood out to me was Koromon, um, which I thought looked cool just because it had like a really uh, nice like pixel art. Like I was impressed with the pixel art of of the the Pokemon, the Koroman <laughs> themselves. A, yeah, it has a very good, very clean, almost um, like RPG maker sprite sort of. Yeah, at least in the but overworld. Until you get into the battles and then yeah. they look amazing. Like that's what's wild about it is like. Yeah, the overworld and stuff and all the like sprites, you're like, ugh, this it's, 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 it's core gameplay it's, loop. Though. It looks like, you know, 1080p versions of the GBA Pokemon games. That's yeah, the style I, they're going for. Hmm. That's the look. Their creature design's pretty solid. I know. Like once you see them in battle, like they look amazing in like the aspect like the the uh what's that called? Perspective that they're at where they're at like forty five. They look really good. They really did try their best to replicate a non-copyright poke theme for the battles. <laughs> well, they I feel like uh, with like like with Temtem, like they they yep. go they went a little too tame with um, their designs. <laughs> I think they went a little too. Let's listen to the internet about Pokemon's problems and do that and learn. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah actually, everyone. <laughs> Uh, fans don't know what the fuck they're talking you about. Sh- you should make more Pokemon that are just jangly keys and like a garbage, yeah. uh, a garbage. You should make Pokemon games that are actually like easy and accessible, not horrifically grindy and terribly difficult. Right. It turns out, if you go to Steam right now and just search Pokemon, you'll get every Pokemon alike <laughs> that apparently exists. There's not a ton of them. I guess that's why I was surprised that I saw yeah, more than one it's, announced. Because it's, it's it's much like uh, an Elder Scrolls. People always say, why doesn't anybody else make an Elder Scrolls? And it's because it's <laughs> fucking hard. Like, holy shit, yeah, yeah, you know how hard it is? Uh, you know how much fucking effort it is to make like 600 characters for your game like this? Yeah. Like, Jesus. You need sub-teams oh. for your sub-teams. Andrew, speaking like, of uh, Pokemon likes, uh, I think there was more footage of uh, Pal World. Yeah, I'm looking at this now on Steam. I don't. 
Oh, this one. The yeah, one this with is the guns. The, the insane yeah. one. <laughs> this is this is from what one of those developers this? that makes a game, releases it, abandons it almost immediately, and then makes the same game with more stuff in it to sell it again. Uh, and so this is their next iteration of that pal world. They might get me with this one. I don't know. I don't know. It just it's just looks yeah. like the most absurd uh, mix of mechanics I've ever seen in my absurd life. Absurd mix of assets from the Unity asset store yeah. you've ever seen. Oh, this is you can tell this is unreal. All right, got to give them yeah, some credit. Like whatever you can tell by the lighting. Store, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's, this is high class stuff. Uh, for the people that don't know, Pal World is literally. A game where you have open world Pokemon, open world 3D world, but then it's just like, but what to make guns? And then you have like a machine gun. Your Pokemon have machine guns. You're shooting what other if there's Pokemon. Like forced Pokemon labor in factories. I it's I yeah. It's really it is, something. It, it is batshit insane for sure. Oh my god, power. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. But also look out for Coromon because it. I don't know. The pixel art on the monsters themselves look really cool. Don't get turned off by the overworld, which looks not great, um, but <laughs> that seemed to be their stylistic trait. Okay, uh, next game. Have you guys ever... I, I brought this one up because I want to know who actually played this game. Who's ever played Goat Simulator? I need to know. Is it, uh, uh, yeah. Is it a real game? One. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Goat Simulator is a real game. Was it good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, amusing. Time. yeah, it... Unlike a lot of these other wacky simulators that have existed in the wake of Goat Simulator, Goat Simulator had some like interesting, almost like puzzle ideas happening. Okay, but does Goat Simulator three like <laughs> need to exist based no. on? But uh, does it sure. do any video games really? <laughs> sure. Yeah. No. Like, why not? If if the devs have fun making it and it's it's what they want to do, they dumped I mean, so hard on the Dead Island two trailer. It was yes. yeah. <laughs> I God, and also I can tell that like, all right, you're trying something because this is they're calling it Goat Simulator Three when this the second game doesn't exist. There is no Goat Simulator Two. Okay, so I'm not crazy. I no. I really thought there was a Goat Simulator Two, and then I was like, but I never heard anyone talk about it. Nope, just straight <laughs> to really three. Funny. It's a good joke. That's a very good joke. Uh, I will say I know it's from Coffee Stain and they're the people that made Satisfactory, which I love. I love Satisfactory. Great game. They um, pushed a real good patch recently for Satisfactory. Yeah, I've been meaning to check it out, but I need my server to update and then I will play it. <laughs> but yeah, the Goat Simulator is interesting that they're returning to their roots of that. Um, OK, so moving on. Uh I don't know if this was a big announcement or how people responded, but just today, the recording of this podcast, they decided to release a bunch of information about FF7's like follow-ups. And at first, <laughs> yes, at first glance, it was very confusing because there was four different FF7 announcements. And I was like, and the first one's like, Crisis Core, again. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't, Integrate, Season 3. And I was like, I don't, <laughs> these aren't Wait, FF7. What? This is nothing. So Integrate is their, I think it's a mobile game Battle Royale thing. They announced that. No, 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 no. you mean for the year? First Soldier? First Soldier, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I played that a little bit. Yeah, All right, First it's, Soldier it's Season apparent, 3. It's apparently, people apparently actually quite like that thing. It's, yeah, something. Well, enough to demand a Season 3 um can't believe they're yeah remaking. first soldier season three uh something called ever crisis do you know what ever crisis is because i could not figure it out is that, i think it. it's supposed to be basically like the original final fantasy 7 and pretty much all of the like 
fucking Silmarillion level like errata, like other yeah. materials, but like as like a like a like a new like a game like a I, something like that. I think. I, I mean, that's your guess is as good as mine. I think it looks really cute. It looks like it's for mobile, though. I can't. Yeah, no, it, it's for mobile. But yeah, it's yeah. it's basically like all of the Final Fantasy VII shit in the extended materials, but like as like a like a playable game. Something I don't like know that. why Square Enix hates me so much that they would hide this kind of game in mobile. Um, they but, love doing that. Yeah, they really do. Uh, Brave so Exodus and all that shit. They also have the uh, Intergrade remake, uh, the Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII reunion. I, I so cannot, I cannot believe, cannot believe, in their words, they are remastering a PSP game because it <laughs> ties into the Final Fantasy VII story. And well, not anymore. This, well, mm, <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, I mean, I think it's wild. They're, I mean, they're calling it a remaster. It's very clearly a remake. Like, you, you don't just up res a PSP game like you would for a remaster. Like, it's all the new, like, Final Fantasy VII remake-ass models, and, like, they're doing new VO, and the game will be fully voiced for the first time. It's got new assets all over the place. It's like, no, this isn't a remaster, Square. What do you... <laughs> I know you don't want to throw around the word remake as much anymore, but like this is more work than you did for that Final Fantasy VI thing you did. Thing you so did. Confused which one's which? You know All right, so did. you're talking about Crisis Core, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the remake integrate is just FF7's DLC that came out, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> uh, could be more In confusing. I mean, it could be Kingdom <laughs> Hearts. Yeah. And so anyways, along all this like horrible FF7 extensions, the, the worst skew modeling I've ever seen ever, they have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the second part of the FF7 remake. Um, which they did announce is a trilogy. Right, which makes sense. Or re-announce as a trilogy, because I think it was always... Yeah. I think they said that from the start, it was going to be three parts? Well, they never. They didn't say it from the start, but they did say it after the first one launched. <laughs> so. Something like that. Uh, this is out next winter, um, so expect it then. Uh, the, the only thing I see in the trailer uh, is it looks like Nibelheim and um, the Materia Reactor in Nibelheim Mount Coral. Yeah. Man, uh, Sephiroth is just kind of hanging out. Yeah, I, back yeah. when he was I your blood. Yeah, I man. cannot wait to see what they do with that section in the remake, with the remake stuff, because boy, it, uh, it'll be nice to see Sephiroth as an actual character and not a fucking weirdo who... Oh, and uh, Zach takes new, being takes alive. News about his, yeah, takes news about his yeah. mom real badly. Uh, I will say that the game looks like hot garbage but uh, and dumb as hell, but I'm still going to buy it and play it yes. because I really liked the first one. One more really, Final Fantasy. I really like FF7, and I really enjoyed watching Barrett like have all these new voice lines that were really funny to me. Just have meltdowns about the environment. Yeah, and be like, and like, be like, and I'm like, oh, Barrett, you. And then he, and then like the next phrase, he's like, you shut up. Stairs are hard. Stop littering. It's uh, he's he's very good. It's um, it's nice to see real. Like obviously they were making those those ones were going to be coming but it's nice to see that it's like real it's just oh the like, the pace of the pace of these uh chapters you're releasing actually seems kind of uh uh like that's good. quicker turnaround than i expected yeah. not waiting it's a little bit slower than lord years. of the rings uh but it's a little quicker than uh waiting between 
<laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings three and The Hobbit. So, I mean, three years is <laughs> that's that's pretty quick. That's yeah. quicker than I expected. Uh, all right, cool. So moving from that to the other Final Fantasy. So people were talking about FF sixteen, and I had I didn't actually get a chance to watch the trailer before. Uh, when we were talking about it. So I did sit down and I watched it. I will say the combat looked very similar to FF15, which I found disappointing because I did not like the FF15 combat. By no, yeah, me neither. The FF15 combat, what the FF15 com, uh, combat crawled with two broken arms so that the Final Fantasy VII remake combat can run. Yeah, uh, and this like, this yeah. I, this I think is supposed to be an evolution of the remake combat, where it's a little more I Devil so. May Cry ish character action. I mean, if that's the case, then hell yeah. But I mean, yeah. if, uh, like I like to echo Andrew's sentiment about FF15. It's like if like a like a character action game just like fell in a ditch. Yeah, <laughs> Final Fantasy XV is one of those weird games where like, kind of like. Um, uh, whatchamacallit on this which i just like i have no idea what i'm doing in combat in ff15 like i have no idea yeah. if i'm doing a good yeah, job you're just going you're porting all over the place things might be dying i might yeah, be doing like, a I lot no of damage idea. it's like I is, don't this know what's going on. is this good i don't know what i'm doing anyway do you like this game is this good for you and I like hanging out with my bros in a car in the desert that was pretty sweet and then that's kind of that also stopped happening Right. I I could rant about FF15 and why I think it was not good for a very long time. Uh, most of the not good is about the story and how much it dragged and went nowhere. Uh, and <laughs> it was... dragged until it suddenly ended. <laughs> yeah. Let's look yeah. ahead. What do you? How, how do you feel about FF16? So here's my positive notes about 16. One, I know Yoshi P is behind the wheel, which is Creative Business Unit Three. It's great Scott. people. They made FF14. Um, and I love that for 14. So I, you know, excited about that. Uh, positive point number two, I think the story is already much more interesting by being set in this medieval time where I feel like Square has a better time writing like political intrigue because as They're soon as grounded. they try and do political intrigue with like the pseudo modern era, like it never makes sense. And like, I don't know. I feel like they always fall apart. FF13, FF15. It always feels um, like, like, oh, here's weird corporate fascism, and I guess yes. I'm going to rule the world or something. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's always like a side, and like the Earth gets angry, right? Like corporate fascism, bad, because Earth got mad. And like uh, what they do with the medieval period is very similar, but it feels like it makes more sense where it's like, I'm going to rule the world as a kingdom. You know, it's like, oh, Rome, I get it. They're roaming. They're doing the Rome thing. And then... <laughs> You know, they collapse from the inside because of corruption and then also because of, like, the world gets angry. It's a common Final Fantasy theme. Yeah, <laughs> weird. Fascists stand up and do something. World gets angry and retaliates. Uh, the world gets angry in this one through the power of the icons, which, you know, common theme summons. Um, but the summons in FF15 were presented horribly. Like, they were bizarrely tied to the story. Azura ra Azura's Wrath bosses. And they're just they're but they like didn't make sense in the story they're like oh yeah that big hill over there that's titan and they're like yeah, oh yeah and they, they just didn't lives like, there you, you had, yeah, a, you had like a, an action sequence and then it nothing mattered and then one day the empire's like hey there's a giant titan over there we should kill it and then they do and they kill titan and it's like why did any of this happen <laughs> but why I, so this game looks like bad. they uh are going to be more thoughtful with that which i'm Hopeful because FF14 is extremely thoughtful about why the primals or the I mean, summons exist and how they I, impact the world. 
thoughtful is like kind of like even understanding like they're like they they're critical to the plot in this yes so i'm i'm excited about that aspect of this game that you know i i, I think it's in good hands i i think it'll do well i'm just worried that the combat looked bad but if they integrate the same ff7 remake system where like you just hit someone until you break their guard and then like unload all your cool abilities on them. I'm happy with that because that was really satisfying. <laughs> now, Andrew, how do, how, do, how, do, how do you feel about a uh, Final Fantasy protagonist that confirmed fucks? <laughs> uh, I already no, knew this fuck. from FF10. <laughs> what do you think happens in that lake scene? <laughs> I mean, FF7, what do you think happens under the high wind between Cloud and Tifa that everyone gets to watch? Except us. So there is precedent here. Watch, watch this lake scene yeah, again. Man. No, tell we're me not, it's not the. Uh, you know, the eroticism. Tell, tell, talk to me about the, <laughs> the, the eroticism of. I, I do agree with you, Andrew. That like I feel like they can get uh, a lot more done, a lot better quality by keeping things grounded. And this does look a lot gritty. I just the amount of blood you see in this trailer is just sure. like they're really going for something uh, dog, less it's lighthearted. The, it's a dragon's dogma amount of blood. <laughs> yeah uh i think it'll be cool um we'll just have to wait and see you know it's something that could fall apart because of its subsystems ff15 certainly was just like yeah this game has magic it's garbage but it has magic <laughs> you know God, the like, magic system in ff15 fucking sucked <laughs> so what like magic system dude <laughs> uh so you could always fall apart from its subsystems you know just the way final fantasies do so but I, I like I said, I'm more hopeful of FF16. It seems to be a more focused game. Here's hope. It looks cool. So we'll see. Uh, moving on, um, since we're running out of time. Next project I want to talk about. What were your guys thoughts? Uh, give me your short takes on Starfield. Uh, Elder Scrolls in Ooh. space. I mean, it, it looks very much like Bethesda game. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, showed... I, that does not do it for me. Like I I'll have to actually play it before I can get an opinion of it because anything they're going to show me is going to be like polished and like curated. I don't know. The shooting looked bad. Even they showed in the video. exactly Girl. enough Starfield for me to know that it is extremely my shit. I'm going to play Ooh. that game for like 900 hours. I can already feel it. I mean, I'm still probably going to play it. It's just yeah, a lot like, of like the like, Bethesda here's, here's my stance. stuff. Here's, here's my stance on the, Bethesda, on the Bethesda video game. Fallout 76, not very good. Still played it for about 200 hours. <laughs> I didn't know you played it so much. Like, That's wild. It came, oh, you're it the, came you're the game in the Steam review. <laughs> yeah, because like, look, a bad Fallout game? Still a good video game. Still like it. Still scratches a niche for me. And this has that, but also it has a spaceship with stats I can like customize like it's a mech and mech warrior. And that kind of makes me real happy. How do you guys feel mm. about the uh, a thousand planets? Yes, give me your give I me mean, your weird like, give me your weird okay. proc gen shit. Planets, is, <laughs> planets is dungeons. Skyrim had a thousand dungeons. This game has a no, thousand no. Dungeons. I feel like this is just a lot of uh, proc gen, like empty planets. I think I think in their you own can words, land this, anywhere on the planet. Unfortunately, I think in their own words, Starfield has the most hand created content of any game they've ever made. And that's fine. It's just when you dilute yeah. it with a pool of a thousand planets, I feel yeah. like things are going to get a little rough. No Man's Sky, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that game only took six years to find its way. 
<laughs> yeah, and this game will just take has just taken nine hundred years of development. Don't worry about it. And, and a shitload of modding because it's a Bethesda game, so you know it will be perpetually well, who knows? broken. Oh, I cannot wait for the this mods. New era. Just like hey, oh, we right, added you're right. We added this a new new planet to the into this game with a mod. It's Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, the whole planet's just Skyrim. Now you can play with a nerd in there. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Oh, here's God. my here's point. the mod we added we added nern root collecting to thousands. Someone's, here's here's the problem. Someone's gonna do that, and then you're gonna have your Starfield <laughs> character just playing Skyrim. Hell yeah! They're gonna call it uh, fucking nern Skyrim. Somebody somebody Star will start RM. that. I like that somebody better. will start that mod, and it'll just like all the other more oblivion whatevers will never come out. <laughs> Uh, all right, make so, the meta mod, and you can just go back. You can play. Mm -hmm. You can go to the Skyrim planet, and it has a thousand Blizzard, years and it of has, Skyrim. Yeah, right in the middle. You go of to the Skyrim planet, and it also has the mod for uh, Oblivion and Skyrim in it, which has the Morrowind mod in it. You can just go back in time. Um, I was gonna say my positive take on the game, since I'm I'm more on the boat with Tim, where like the first half of the trailer was extremely underwhelming where they showed the gunplay and like the boring planet and like look the there's guards planet. Yeah, well it's like a rocky planet there was no foliage or anything it's just a big, no, I know. It's just... gray rocky planet it was just like i'm here i'm gonna find the pirates and then you find I hope them you can name them. it that so but what i will say is everything after the shooting looked great and I was like, why the hell did you start with the shooting? It looks terrible. And I know a bunch looks of people like that Fallout. like <laughs> I know a bunch of people that like tuned out while the shooting was happening and was just like, oh, this looks terrible. But like the space combat looked really cool. The faction, the amount of we'll factions, yeah. the amount of factions they showed off looked really cool. They have a totally revamped base building system where you can finally base build from top down. That looks really cool. Like all the systems they showed that weren't shooting looked awesome. And like the level up system, the the perk system, like all that stuff looked great. I was like, why the hell did you show shooting for ten minutes? That part looked <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it also does. It also doesn't help that like every gameplay demo these days, it's on a controller, so it's like unnaturally yeah. smooth. Where right. it's like Fallout Four, when you're actually playing it on like a mouse and keyboard, I think like as a shooter actually controls pretty well. Like weirdly enough, it's like actually it's, a pretty it's, competent. It's the, shooter. the Bethesda problem I have with their shooting is that it's always so flaccid. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it doesn't just, it doesn't like, help when you show it on like weird on rails camera swoops, yeah. <laughs> pre-programmed uh, controller movements. It made no sense to me uh, why they started with that, but yeah, like I said, the rest of the systems look really good, so I'll probably still pick this up and enjoy it and play it. Like if it's even if it's anything just like Outer Worlds, which I really enjoyed, like I, I'm sure and it, I'm sure it will be similar in some ways. Like Outer Worlds was a lot of fun, so I played that. I'm, I'm sure Starfield will be fine, and I'm sure it will have a lot more in it, just content wise. My oh, yeah. fear for the game is like yours, Tim, where it could be like. <laughs> stretch too thin and like your sense of like uh wonderlust like takes you to nothing <laughs> as opposed to like leads you in a direction of something it's 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 uh, very <laughs> much like a, a sort of a blank canvas problem that i get with a lot of like uh minecraft type games where it's just right. like all right here's all this shit and like well fuck you tell me what to do video game you're the game <laughs> Here's a bunch of horses in a field in minecraft ah jeez want to figure things what out what do you want anymore? me to do with this <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't even have fucking, iron yet. What are you doing? Don't make me fucking do math or whatever. Just just tell me things and I'll just do them. Just tell uh, me I'm a good, good boy. 
See, this is why you this is why you mod Fallout 4 to have a different starting location or even a random starting location, and then you can just uh, find everything in the densest version of Boston that has ever existed. Stumble uh, into a new thing every 20, 25 meters. I liked Fallout 4. I mean, I don't think it yeah. was like amazing, I, but the, I, I enjoyed it. I played it a bunch. I will yeah. say that. The the main story in Fallout 4 sucks mostly. I think there's a couple of good stand-up It falls parts. off the, really bad. All, all the <laughs> side good. stuff and the side characters in Fallout 4 rule, like Nick Valentine and like all the side yeah. stories for those for the side quests and all those different factions are all great. The DLC is really good. Uh, Far Harbor, the especially synth, the the synth brother of steel. Yeah, like <laughs> it's oh my God. it's like like all everything that isn't the main quest in Fallout Four rules. <laughs> uh, uh, I only have three games left. I'm gonna rapid fire these. Uh, other shooter that looked wild as hell, Neon White, where it took anime and fast paced music and fast paced gameplay to a whole new level. And like it did a very poor job of explaining what it was, but at the same time, I could tell exactly what it was by watching yeah. the game. Uh, I didn't look at it too much. I just kind of uh, knew um, nasally, inherently, that I'm probably going to pick it up and play it this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Is, is it already out? Oh wow. Yeah. I believe it released today officially. It has a really cool soundtrack. Um, I I, has, I saw a couple other people posting just like videos of the soundtrack. And like they're really they're good bops, I'll say. <laughs> but the gameplay looks way too fast paced for me. I'm I'm not this kind of like twitch oh, shooter yeah. speed speedster. I mean, um, I got through Ghost Runner, so this I should be fine. Let me tell you fine. about a game called Warframe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so next game is Cuphead delicious last course we've talked about it on the show before i'm <laughs> a huge first, fan when it oh, first showed up i believe it, it, it like it first made an appearance at like the i don't want to say it was xbox again but it was one of those other conferences where it just like much like when it showed up for the first time ever initially it was this like five second bumper between other trailers of like yeah Cuphead's dlc is coming in it's gone it's like no come back what the it looks so cool. And then it eventually it got good. like a spotlight thing, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" That's pretty funny. I didn't. I only watched the trailer itself, so I missed the like bump. Yeah, when uh, it, first, it was like it. it was the boss fight, uh, or they were showing a boss fight, and it was like uh, the the ice dude, the snowman guy, and it was like, "Why? No, that looks so cool, back Yeah, it looks <sighs> awesome. It just looks eight like more fucking combat. dollars. Really good. What is it? Eight eight dollars. Eighty dollars? Yes. No, oh. eight. Ah, well, I'll pay it. I'll pay the eighty dollars. Yeah, I mean, they say uh, they I th- for the work they put into it. I, <laughs> I think they said in a like an interview today that there is as much animation work in this DLC as there is in the entire main game. That's insane. I believe it. Like, though. like what? Like holy shit, dudes! What did you do? What, what are you doing end? down there? You can bump it up to fifteen, dudes. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I can. T- uh, don't make me take the train down there. There's a train line that runs straight to you guys. I can. I'll Find throw money. We're all buying it. It's going to be great. Look forward to that episode. Last game on the list. Give me your thoughts. Diablo 4. Um, so I played Path of Exile for about 10 years. Dean can attest to this. Um, yeah, he got lot. me to play it like five of those 10 years. And um, I love that game. Um, but I won't um, I won't bullshit you on its shortcomings. It's very clunky. It can it, it's it feels like it's an old older game now uh, which <laughs> it feels like it's 20 years old which is impressive it 
it's and it's very you know uh, speed clear focused and Diablo four at its initial announcement I was just like yeah fuck whatever fine I'm sure you, uh, you have to make this I get it um but like the more that I see of it like the more that I start to look at it as like like a slicker like better feeling Path of Exile especially with like some of the end game like passive shit that they showed off with the uh, like the paragon boards if this can be path of exile with the smoothness of diablo 3 it'll be the greatest game ever made (laughs) yeah i mean it's a tall tall price a tall uh order because like diablo 3 is really good i've actually been playing diablo 3 a lot recently i put like another 40 hours diablo 3 yeah it's it's really Um, good it just it struck me as like a little too much of a simplification yeah, I mean, that's the thing I like about it because it's very non-intimidating. But I think that's because I never got into Path of Exile when it first came out. I feel like if I was in that first year of when it came out, I would have completely different thoughts about it. Um, so I'm excited for Diablo 4 just to be like more Dia- like more action RPG from a studio that put a lot of money into it and be able to participate with the launch of it again. I really enjoyed the launch of Diablo 3. It was a hot mess. It was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed every Real second Real Money of it. Action House, baby. I, I loved watching the evolution of that game, too. It changed a lot. And then in, that expansion the... came out, and it's like, oh, actually, here's the game as it was intended. It was yeah. That yeah. expansion really felt like. That's kind of like don't... business model for every game now, though. Yeah. True. I don't want you. Uh, I don't want I don't want anyone to think that, like, I want this game to be as complex as Path of Exile. I just want, like, like a half step between like a, Diablo like 3 good, and Path of Exile. Just a good, you want a good game. You want like a good, reasonable game. No, I don't want a good game. You no, know me. Let me introduce you to this game called Warframe, which is halfway between Diablo 3 and Path of Exile. At this rate, yeah, a little bit. So I'm, it, I'm it looking looks, forward to this. I think it, yeah. there, the, one, the one thing I saw that made me like roll my eyes and like, I don't like that direction was the... Um, the world bosses where you could like play with yeah. randos to fight stuff it seems I almost like mmo-ish like model yeah, yeah like a lot like lost ark sort of lost ark, uh, exactly set up yeah don't fucking play diablo um, to play with like pubs so i'm hoping that you can like do everything solo or like solo enough that like that's not really a factor and you're not doing the ff14 thing of fate farming with like a bunch of randoms and hoping the thing spawns and just sitting there because i I don't like that model. I don't think that's fun. So hopefully they don't dive too hard into that and they do more end game content like greater rifts. I love greater rifts. I think it's a fun system. You just beat on shit with cool gear and you get cool. You get better, cool, get cooler gear. <laughs> and that's a system they just took mostly wholesale for uh, Lost Ark. It, it feels yeah. like they're really setting this up to be almost a live service game. For sure. I mean, Probably. Blizzard does that with everything now. So I, like I, I Diablo could, three was most of the way there. They just didn't yeah. like monetize it, monetize it at all. <laughs> um, and I think they're going to just like maybe that's why they're going so hard and aggressive with Diablo Immortal to make all these mistakes because they're <laughs> to set up I themselves mean, for that. Like, they've, they've also kind <laughs> of been there forever, really. If you like look at like the ladder seasonal ladders for ranked ladders for Diablo two, it's like they've Diablo's kind of always had a seasonal ongoing changes sort of aspects to it yeah well the, my bar is and also i'm assuming uh what it kind of keeps andrew at bay with path of exile is that every season is like just a fuckload of new shit with yeah, path yeah. Of exile. completely completely yep. separate parallel path of progression and the old stuff doesn't go away 
It's just new stuff on top of it. They have started pruning. Thank God. <laughs> I'll believe. I'll okay. I'll, maybe maybe I'll have to go back in to see that because every time I boot up that game, I'm like, oh, let me. There's an Act One, and what does any of this do? There's a continent. Okay, let me get through the story. And everyone's like, "What's your end game build? You're gonna shoot lasers out of your hands?" I'm like, "I'm just, I'm just. I found a beach. I, don't know. I, I found a wooden with, uh, club with a socket. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. This <laughs> feels really gonna... bad." You spin around and shoot lasers out of your ass. What are you gonna do? What, what gem are you using? What uh, what build are you gonna do? You got the I teleporting. Actually, I don't what's, what's your favorite frame? What yeah. you should yeah, what, <laughs> bad what one? you should do actually is uh is build the build where the where your totems shoot lasers out of their ass. That's the one to go for. I feel like that build has never went away and it's still good. <laughs> the the I, totems I, uh, shoot shit for you build in Path of Exile is evergreen. My my trick mm. was just to fill the screen with arrows that explode. A good trick. <laughs> I honestly, I, the game would be so much better if it didn't have a gem system, ex- or like a, a, or if it had a glossary uh, to explain <laughs> what all the gems were ahead of time, so that I could plan. The game is not friendly to planning. The game, you, is you just have like, to use a wiki. Exactly, yeah. and like. <laughs> I'd find that if, it would also it would also help it would also help if you didn't have to like start a new character at like act one on that fucking beach. You have to use a wiki, <laughs> and if you're green, you have to follow a build guide. Yeah. So download anyways, a loot filter. Diablo Four. It looks cool. Uh, Not as complicated as Path of Exile. Hopefully. Hopefully, but maybe more complicated than D three. The sweet spot. So that is our E three game coverage. We went kind of long. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you had any cool games that you saw and we didn't talk about, feel free to tweet us. What's our Twitter, Daniel? Fun underscore engineers. I feel like I'm going to get that wrong every time. You oh, shit. You had that off the cuff. I'm, I'm fucking impressed. Nope, that's Try what it. it is. Fun Try underscore engineers. So please message us. If you if you listen to the podcast, let us know what you think. We post our episodes weekly up there so you can follow it along. Please subscribe, uh, follow, and uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for joining me in this conversation. And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye! Video games, bye! Yeah, later. Bye! World premiere.